everybody. Welcome back to another week of Faith Over Fear. Hope you guys had a good week last week. I hope you had a good weekend. I know for me, currently, it is Saturday, and as I say this a lot, I record these episodes early in advance for the week. Um, the weekend started out kind of busy. I had a lot of yard work to get done. I haven't been able to get it done between rain and some stuff going on with work and, and just life getting busy. And so um, I had to fight the rain again this morning to get the yard done. However, I got it done. I was able to get to this, and in the background, I've got the Open Championship on, and um, I've probably talked about this a lot. I'm a huge sports fan. I love golf. It's one of it's the last major of the year. Um, a lot of good golf going on, and so I look forward to relaxing a little bit this weekend and just watching some good golf. So um, for golf fans out there, I hope that your golfer played well. I hope that you enjoyed the Open Championship. Um, I, this week, I want to talk about going a little bit off of what we went off last week. And actually, before I get into that, I'm sorry, I have some good news and something I'd like to share with um, you all, I think it's important. I think it's something that you guys can all use. Um, we've talked about this a couple months ago. I am in the process of writing, or I have wrote two books. They're in the process of being published. Um, last week, I got my first book back as a hard copy of what it's actually going to look like. I got 10 copies, um, and it's just kind of surreal to watch it kind of come to life. And so I was able to have my first couple copies in hand, and thankfully, they're going to be available for purchase within the next week or two. Um, and I promise you guys, I'll get you more information for that as it comes. Also, my wife has put out a prayer journal, and this is something that you can purchase on Amazon right now, and it's just to kind of help you put your thoughts and put your um, prayers together as you're going through Scripture and as you're spending time in the Word and just spending your quiet time with the Lord. I know last week we talked, and we're going to get into this in a minute, um, and my wife has done this for a lot longer than I have, and so um, she's been a beautiful example in our household of what it looks like to give God your first, but uh, she just likes to get up and read and um just read some scripture, read through some books. And and so she just wanted a prayer journal to help her kind of focus her thoughts and focus her prayers into um, one space. And so she's been able to um, create her own and it is beautiful and I'm very proud of her. And so I just want you guys to know for any listeners out there, if you're needing something, you know, to channel your thoughts, channel your prayers, have something there that you can just, you know, tangibly write down on. I want to encourage you guys go to take, uh, excuse me, take a look on Amazon. I'll have the link in the comments below, but I am very proud of her. And I think you guys, it will help you guys out a lot. So go check it out. This week, like I said last week, we talked about um, creating better habits, and it's something that I've done in my own life. Um, entering in a new decade, I turned 30 last week. I wanted to really, um, I just wanted to, to kind of dive in a little bit deeper and become a better man. And so I was talking with my wife um, a couple nights ago, and I just told her I wanted, you know, as I'm getting into this, you know, new decade, I really just want to focus on my my spiritual health, my mental health, and my physical health. And, you know, I am getting a little bit older, and not that I'm old by no means. I don't think that 30 is old at all. Um, I just want to be healthier. I just want to be, um, like I said, spiritually healthy. I want to get in the Word more. I want to spend more time with with the Lord. And I think that um, it's important to start with that because if you start with your spiritual health, then it'll be easier to get your mental health in line and it'll be easier to get your physical health in line because it all starts with your spirit. And, you know, the Bible talks about the war between, it's not between flesh and bone, but about, um, spiritual realm and unseen um, principalities. So I just think it's important to start with your spiritual health. And so last week we talked about creating good habits, and I hope I encouraged you guys to just give God your first and, and to dive into the Word first thing in the morning, dive into prayer first thing in the morning. And, you know, as I was doing that last week, and, and or for the last two weeks, I should say, as I've started doing this, it's it's really helping me control my emotions. It's helping me control you know, the fleshly desires, the sinful nature, it's really helping me 
um, to be able to control these things because I can channel these things into the spirit. You know, it, when when you give God your first, at least what I have experienced in the last two weeks is that it really sets your mindset to something completely different for the rest of the day. You know, when I before I was doing this, I was quick to anger. Um, it was hard for me to control my sinful um, nature. It was I was struggling with it. Just you know, things that addictions that you fight or you know whatever it may be. It's a little bit harder to face them when I, you know, for the past two weeks, it's been a lot easier to control these things. It's been a lot easier to control my mind. It's been a lot easier to control my tongue. It's been a lot easier to control my anger. And and just, like I said, it's just channeling into the spiritual, right? It's just tapping into the spiritual and, and allowing God's cup to overflow first thing in the morning and so that you can get charged up and ready to go. And so as I was going through this week and and trying to do that, I really just felt like the message, God is greater than I. He has got to be greater than me. And so I wanted to share a little bit. I've got some scripture. Uh, my brother at Foundation Church, and for those of you listening, if you're in the Mooresville, Charlotte, Statesville, Troutman area, if you're around the Mooresville area and you're looking for a church home, I, I would highly encourage you to come check us out. Not because it's the church my family and I started, but because I truly believe that God is dwelling in this ministries. And I truly believe that that we serve God at this church. We preach truth. We preach the Bible. We worship and we pray. And it's it's all about giving God glory. And so if you're looking for a new church home, I, I highly encourage you to check out Foundation Church in Mooresville. But my brother's been talking about priorities. And if I'm not mistaken, I talked about this a little bit last week. Um, but setting your priorities right. And God's got to be the number one priority. And so I think in that, if God's your number one priority, then he's got to become greater than I. And so in doing that, I just wanted to share some scripture with you. Um, there was a couple that came to mind. And remember, as I'm reading the scripture and as we're talking about these things, you know, this this year's um, theme has been kingdom mentality. And I think that everything that we, we've talked about this year has really pushed into that kingdom mentality mindset so that we become less and he becomes greater. And so I wanted to read, I'm just going to read a few chapters, and then we're going to kind of go over the story here in a second. I was reading um, an, another person's take on the story. And so in John chapter 3, starting in verses 27, going through 30, it says, to this John replied, and he's you know replying to a Jewish rabbi. He said, a person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said I am not the Messiah, but am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine and is now complete. He must become greater and I must become less. And man, such an awesome story with John the Baptist. And so what's happening, and as I was kind of reading on the story, so John the Baptist's ministry was to go ahead of Jesus. And so he was preparing the way for the Messiah. He was fulfilling the prophecies in the Old Testament. And so right here in this story, John the Baptist's ministry, this was right before he went to prison, his ministry and Jesus' ministry was kind of overlapping. And so I think the rabbi was trying to ask him, like, hey, man, you know, people in the story before that, in the scripture before that, he says, hey, people are going to, to, to that guy to be baptized, not you. You know, they used to go to you. That's why you were John the Baptizer. But now they're going to him, and that was the scripture we just read. That was John the Baptist's reply to him. And I think it's awesome how he said, you know, when you hear the bridegroom's voice, you rejoice. And he said, that's where I am. It's complete. What John the Baptist is saying 
for all of the years of my life, I've been preparing to get to this point that I'm at right now because he's got to become greater and I have to be less. And I just think that that's, that's just, it's an amazing ability for John to be selfless. And we don't see that a lot in today's church. We don't see that a lot in today's society. We don't see that a lot today in a lot of ministries. And I'm not saying it in a bad way, and I'm not attacking anybody. What I'm saying is it's easy to become about me and not about him. And so what I'm here to say is he's got to become greater and I have to become less. And I say that in this podcast all the time, and it's going to be something that I say every single week. And and one, it's because I want you guys to understand I'm trying to do what I feel God has called me to do, number one. But number two, I'm also keeping myself at bay. It's not about me. It's not about Tyler Campbell. It's not about how good I look or how great I sound or how many souls I can reach. It has nothing to do with that. It's how many souls God can reach through me because I'm just a tool. I'm just a vessel for the Holy Spirit to work through. And so I think what's happening in, in today's society a lot, you know, we have our, you know, we all say we have our own ministries and, and, and it's true. You know, we've started our church and it's, it's a ministries that we've started. I've started this podcast. It's a ministries that I have started. But remember, we've started it because God started it. We just started it on the earth. God started it in the realm of the unseen because he, that's where God works. And he called us to do these things. And so our ministries have to become less so that God can become more. And if we're allowing God to become more and us less, then the ministries will blow up. It'll take off. Why? Because God is greater. God is greater. And so if he's greater than me in this ministries, if he's greater than me and my family and Foundation Church, if he's greater than any other pastor, then that ministry is going to thrive because it's being led by the Holy Spirit. And that's what John was saying. He rejoiced to hear Jesus' voice because he said, I have to be less and God's got to be greater. Jesus has got to be greater. See, this is the moment that he had lived for. And guys, I'm telling you, this is the moment that I live for, that Jesus becomes greater and I become less so that I can see souls saved, not because of what I did, not because the words I said, not because the songs I sang, but because the Holy Spirit moved through the songs. He moved through the words. He moved through the ministries because God guides me in every step because he is greater. You know, I've been kind of joking with my wife during the last couple of weeks of service it kind of reminds me of, you know, a SpongeBob episode. Tanner keeps saying God's got to be greater. He's number one. He has got to be number one in our lives because he is the greatest. He is number one. He keeps talking about the goat and how God is number one. And if God's number one, then he is greater, right? And so I, I think it's funny. I kind of think about this scene from SpongeBob when they've got this, and, and I might be dating myself a little bit. Some people might not have any clue what I'm talking about, but there's an episode where SpongeBob buys this cheap hat from Mr. Krabs and Mr. Krabs is just cheap. He's just selling anything he can to make a buck. And he oversold this hat to SpongeBob, knowing that he ripped him off. And long story short, this hat belonged to somebody. The hat became a value and all this. And crust and uh and Mr. Krabs wanted this hat. Well, what did the hat look like? It was a it was a soda drinking hat, and it was a knockoff of like these beer hats you see at games where you have a can on each side and the straw, and it had a huge number one on it. And so SpongeBob wanted this hat because it was the number one hat. And so at the end of the episode, he gives it back, and the, it belonged to a guy that was dead. And so SpongeBob went back, and Mr. Krabs was trying to get this hat back because it was worth millions. And so as he goes up, he's talking about this hat. SpongeBob starts saying, 
he was number one. And he's just screaming that over and over again. Mr. Krabs, he was number one. And I kind of just can't stop but thinking about that scene when we talk about Jesus and his ministries. Because we can now look back at scripture, man, and all I can think about is saying, guys, he was number one. Jesus is number one. He was and he is. And so I just thought it was kind of funny. I, I always think about that. But man, it's it's true. Jesus is number one. Jesus was number one. And that's what John the Baptist was saying is he is number one. Not me. He's number one. And, you know, and yes, it's a funny reference, but I, that's just how I kind of see John the Baptist. And they already, you know, a lot of scripture and a lot of historians already say that John was kind of crazy anyways. You know, he lived out in the, you know, the woods and he ate locust and the and, and honey and the things that he wore. People kind of already called him crazy John. And so I just think it's funny that, you know, think about like, he's got to be number one thinking about SpongeBob. Just, I just thought it was funny. And so um, you guys might not think that's as funny as I am. I, I don't know. But if you don't, I'm sorry. I I find joy in, in SpongeBob sometimes. Um, but to continue on, there's another scripture I want to use. And we talk about this scripture a lot in this podcast. And I think that, to be honest with you, there's a lot of churches, ministries that use, that goes back to this verse a lot. And, and it's because it's so important in my opinion. And it's Matthew six thirty three. It's the red letters. It's Jesus saying, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. Seek first his kingdom. What does that say? Allow God to become greater and you become less because he will take care of the rest. That verse right there saying, seek number one first. Make number one your true number one. Make him your top priority. Because if you make God your top priority, I promise you guys, everything else falls into place the way that it's supposed to. That's not me saying that life is going to get easy. That's not me saying that you're not going to have trials. You're not going to go through things that, you know, test your faith and test your strength. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is when you go through these things, you can live in the realm of the spirits. You can allow God to take over. You can allow the Holy Spirit in these moments to guide you through these hard steps because he is greater and I am less. And I count it pure joy when my test is faith is my faith is tested because that's when God can show up and show out. You know, James one talks about that. When you go through these things, it says count it pure joy because through these trials, you're, it builds perseverance in the faith. So what's another way of saying that? Count it pure joy that God is about to come in to your life in an amazing way and show up in a way that you never thought was possible because in those moments, that's where your faith is built. Because why? Because he is greater and you're allowing him to become greater. And so this week, guys, I'm trying to keep it a little bit short. I know I say this every week and it's hard to, you know, it's easy to allow time to get away from me. But guys, seriously, this week, um, I, I want to continue to encourage you to create good habits. Get into the word first thing in the morning. Get into prayer first thing in the morning and continue to do it throughout the day. And as you do that, keep in mind that he has got to become greater and you have got to become less. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. He has got to be greater than Tyler Campbell because he is. And I promise you guys in my life, that is what I'm working towards is allowing him to be greater and to me to be less. So I hope you guys can do the same thing this week. 
Guys, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody that listens, um, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I am extremely humbled and blessed that this podcast has reached 32 different countries and over 670 cities across the world. I never thought that I would see that. And so, guys, I just want to say thank you. Again, it's not about me, but watching what God can do through this podcast through this, I mean, and to be to be fair, guys, this is a cheap production. This is not some like huge, you know, overly, you know, extravagant podcast. This isn't like the Ben Shapiro show or you know the Daily Wire or PragerU. This is just a cheap podcast that we do in my living room in my home because I felt like God wanted to use me to get His word out. But man, you know, again, how great He is! Greater is He. We've been in thirty-two different countries, man. That's that. That's awesome. That means that God has used this podcast across the world, something that I never thought would be possible. Why? Because he's greater and I'm less. And so, guys, allow God to be greater in your life. Thank you so much for tuning in from all over the world. Thank you so much from from our living room in North Carolina. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As usual, share it with your friends and family. Allow us to grow this podcast, not for me, but to further his kingdom. And let's double the country count. Let's double the city count. And let, let's watch the Holy Spirit break loose throughout the world. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, YouTube, Rumble. You can watch us. I want to encourage you guys, if you're on YouTube, you're on Rumble, you're on Spotify, subscribe to the channel and leave us some reviews. It'll help us grow the podcast. Guys, thank you so much. I love you and we will see you next week. Hey guys, if you liked this week's podcast, you could do us a huge favor by writing a review. This really helps push it out to more people and helps grow the audience and helps grow the podcast. And it, again, will help further the kingdom. Thank you guys.